Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Poppin' Off about pop culture. I'm your host Maggie. And it's me, Steven. And we come to you on the day that we are going to see the Jonas Brothers. We're pretty jazzed about it. At least I am. I'm sure you are uh, No, I am so unbelievably excited. This is like my five millionth time seeing them and I don't care. I'm just I, ready. Like... So I did not have the privilege of going to see the Jonas Brothers like when they were, you know, at like their Disney hype. So I never got to like really hear a lot of like old deep cut songs, but I will be tonight. And I keep telling Steven, I'm going to go fucking ballistic and you're going to have to carry me out of the arena. (laughs) That's just what's going to have to happen. And not to mention me, Steven, and my boyfriend are all wearing shirts that say I heart Dilfs. And I really hope we get put on like the big screen or something. <laughs> Cause it's just like it's big screen worthy, you know? It really is. <laughs> um, also, uh, side note, Brianna had her baby. Allegedly. Ex- allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, it's a boy. Allegedly, his name starts with an R. <laughs> That's really all we got. Um, I'm assuming that, like, it actually happened. I do believe that she had her baby. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, that would make sense based on, like, you know, from when we saw her at the Super Bowl until now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, uh, Mazel Tov, Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get in to the show there's a lot of like legal things going on and britney spears divorce is one of them so her and the sam character are getting divorced the sam character i i never had a good feeling about this guy i mean i think like a little part of me like wanted to believe that he had like good intentions and was like very supportive of britney spears and just her whole physical mental emotional journey that she's been on for how long now and you know supporting her in the free britney movement like he's been there for a lot of things so i'm like okay maybe this guy you know he's okay but this man is just like saying some weird things like he's saying that britney like he's like afraid of britney that she kept knives around the house she, yeah in the like, fucking kitchen okay uh, yeah okay sorry in the kitchen <laughs> like where else do you want them sam um <laughs> and she like punched him while she while he was sleeping at one point allegedly i i don't know but what i do know is that i just want britney spears to win i just want her to come out on top and just stay on top i'm just so sad and sick of hearing about like these different things going on like post free britney movement just like with the divorce and her family and like they're still not talking and then she has this whole book where it could have been 700 pages long with all the trauma she's been through but they had to cut it down i'm like holy fuck like i just want britney spears to win i just wanted to stay winning too yeah i i just i mean I don't know. I don't know much about this guy, but I just wanted her to be happy. And like, I just, I, I'm just, yeah, so sick of her just getting shit on day after day by life and all the people in her life who just mm-hmm. want her money. And he's like demanding more money out of her. I just trying want... to demand. Yes. Well, first of all, something that is positive in this is that 
he or that she has like an ironclad prenup. Like he's mm-hmm. going to get nothing. He can try, yeah. but the likelihood of him getting anything, it's not. It's like slim to none. Yeah. But I did read this morning that apparently she's paying $10,000 a month for him to live in this apartment in L.A. I saw that. I was like, why? Yeah. Why? After all he did, or yeah. all he's accusing you of. I don't know what he did, but like what he that... was accusing her of. And he's like, th- he's been threatening to like exploit her with just like coming out and saying all these like crazy things about her, even crazier yeah. than he has been saying. I don't know. I don't like it. It makes me really upset. And but you know what, Brittany did. Brittany put on that revenge dress. She got her gaze, and she said, "Let's fucking party." And they did, she did. and it was great. That true. was probably yes. And that's what you do during a breakup. You know I feel. And that is some early two thousands paparazzi moments. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, listen, I mean, Britney Spears is like, you know, she's just the queen of pop, the queen of pop culture. So she knows how to make a moment oh, happen. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, whether or not she has a full team supporting her or not, she knows how to make a moment happen. Exactly. So, you know, when she put on that green body contrast and she had all of her gaze over and she was like, guys, like we we're just going to live. We're just going to make a moment and we're going to overshadow everything that's going on with my divorce. And it, you know, it worked for a minute. <laughs> But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I just really, really want peace for Britney Spears. I really want her to get any kind of mental health help that she needs, any physical help, and to just stop paying $10,000 in rent for this man. <laughs> the end. Hmm. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just want her to just like live a normal fucking life like i uh, truthfully okay i know that like people will love a britney comeback they would love new music a new tour i i just hate to like crush everyone's dreams but like at least a new tour will never happen she's never gonna go out on tour she's if she does make new music it's not gonna be the britney that we know and that we love and it's not like i mean we had um what was the weird collab she did with elton john oh it was tiny dancer yeah like a remix of that and i was like we could have done without this yeah why what was that who cared exactly but i just like truthfully i want britney spears to just like i want her to get off social media i want her to just go and live a quiet life with who with whatever that looks like for her i just want that yep it's okay if we never see it i mean i know i just said that that britney spears is the you know the princess of pop culture making a moment but like we have so many moments to remember britney by and i think if she never like if she never posts anything on social media again never went on tour again never made new music again i'd be okay yeah I think she that she should just like release this book at the end of the year. I think it's supposed to come out. I don't remember. And then just like go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's my wish for Brittany. Yep, same. <laughs> um. Okay. Switching gears to something that I did not see coming. Um, there's been a lot of drama with everything surrounding. The family and the football and the professional football player Michael Orr that the movie The Blind Side was based off of. So 
Michael Orr is um, alleging that the Tui family, the one that adopted him, took him in, raised him as their own, basically, is saying that he was never legally adopted. And those papers that he signed were just signing away his rights to a conservatorship. Right. And I am like blown away because they're not denying it wholeheartedly. Like the family hasn't really said much. The brother has said stuff, but it's just not, it's, it's very weird. It's very wishy-washy situation. Yeah. The, the thing so it's to me it seems like he for sure was under conservatorship mm-hmm. but i don't know how he's going to be able to prove like it was against his will or like what you know what i mean yeah i don't like, know i don't think you can prove that well because yeah because you know when they gave him the papers there was probably a lawyer present you know all these people present and they were like here sign on the dotted line you're getting you're gonna be legally ours and he was like okay but it's also and yeah that was like free will but you know he's also like 17 at the time so -hmm. when you're 17 you just come from a life of being homeless and being bounced around your whole life and growing up in the projects and you're like oh my god this rich family wants to take me in they love me they want me to be their child they're gonna send me to school and support me hell yeah i'm signing whatever they want me to sign yeah Uh, yeah i don't think it's right for sure but i just don't know if he's gonna have like a case who knows there could be more that comes out but it's true and then he's just like yeah he's just like saying that they like kept a lot of money from him which may or may not be true who knows and then and then it looks like he was trying to extort them by he was like telling them that he was going to plant the thing about them in the press if they didn't give him 15 million dollars. Mm-hmm. So this is such a messy situation. I know. It's <laughs> just so like I just like like when did he come to this conclusion? He was like, "Oh, I've been under a conservatorship this whole time." That's what I'm that's the thing. Like I get it might take a couple of years, but like why this long? Cuz the man is like, like he's like almost 40, I think. Yeah, he's gotta be. Yeah. And the so, blind side came out like over 10 years ago. 2009. And he was a professional in football at that time. So, yeah, like he'd been playing for a while. Um, one thing I do need people to do is to leave Sandra Bullock out of this. Seriously. What? what? The, why would this woman give back her Oscar for portraying someone? That at the time we didn't know this was happening, and now that we know that, why? Like she has nothing. She's not like actually Leanne Tui. Exactly. <laughs> like that is not what's happening here. She pl- she played a part that was inspired by Leanne Tui in yeah, a biopic. Like, I saw like I feel like it was like more of an uproar that it needed to be. Like I feel like a couple people said something and then it became a headline. Yes. But, like why would she have to return her Oscar? Like what? <laughs> I mean, if Sandra Bullock needs to return her Oscar for playing a part of someone who's terrible, then like 75% of Hollywood needs to return all of their Oscars. Exactly. Like, my God. And this woman just lost her her partner and the father of her children. So leave this poor woman alone. It's true. Yeah. Like, 
a week ago two yes. weeks ago like, <laughs> like what very recently yeah so be mad at leanne tui and yeah. whatever her i don't know what the oh i think his name is sean sean I think tui. It, is it sean Sean shane is because, that, isn't that the brother's name is are they both sean i don't well, know yeah because he's a junior he's sj sj yes. yeah okay that, that adds up in, <laughs> in collins mm-hmm. yes yeah yes. i've seen the movie name <laughs> was collins isn't it i know Ooh. it's lily collins lily but collins. i want to say it's also collins oh i could be wrong that is such like a waspy name yeah it, it's not great yeah collins tui oh wow okay i don't remember and i've seen that movie a million and one times because we do have it on dvd and it was mm-hmm. my or it probably still is my brother's favorite movie he watched it like on repeat and every time yeah. it was on abc family we were watching it you know what same <laughs> i know it's i kind of ate that shit up okay it, and i saw it in the movie theater like this movie was a big deal so like when, now when leanne will... when leanne tui cuts up at the trap house come on <laughs> that's peak entertainment <laughs> When she cuts up at the trap house. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, of course I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or or when she, she gets the um when she goes to the football practice and she she like tell she like steps in as like the coach pretty much. She's like, Coach, you step aside. I'm gonna tell all these boys where to stand, what to do, and we're gonna get a play going. And it worked. And you're like, damn Leanne Tui, you fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? You're apparently a bitch, so Yeah. But apparently you actually suck, Leanne Tui. <laughs> so, oh my god. Yeah. I'm just very interested to see where this all goes. Yeah, me I don't know. too. I, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get an update sooner or later. <laughs> enough of the conservatorships as well. I'm, I know. I've heard enough of conservatorships to for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yeah, why is everybody and their brother under a conservatorship these days? My God, are we under conservatorship? Should we ask Probably. our parents? <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Point? Probably. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's switch gears and talk about Scooter Braun's falling empire. What's going on? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm also very confused. I'm also very intrigued. I'm hearing a lot of different things going on. So basically, so, okay, Scooter Braun has represented some of the most high-profile people in Hollywood. And some of those people being Justin Bieber, literally since since his baby days, mm-hmm. uh, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, Idina Menzel, Tori so Kelly. many people. Yeah, oh, Tori Kelly didn't know that. Um, she didn't drop out, though, Okay, as far as I know. Hmm. But also, she just might not have made a headline. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's Tori Kelly. I mean, like, no shade, but... <laughs> um, but, yeah, all of these people, all at once, are leaving Scooter Braun. Well, Justin Bieber plans to. He's still under contract, but when that contract ends, he will be leaving Scooter Braun And then well. I've seen things that, that are like, Ariana Grande actually isn't leaving. So I'm, like, confused. I don't know what's happening. I don't... Well... Okay, so Ariana Grande has left Scooter Braun before, and I forgot about that until someone, until I saw, like, someone brought it up on Twitter, and I forgot, like, when it was. I want to say... That sounds familiar. 
I want to say like before Sweetener came out. I think like she was with Scooter Braun when Sweetener came out, but like in between Dangerous Woman and Sweetener, she left him because they were like butting heads or something. Yeah, that sounds like vaguely familiar now that you say that. Yeah. But I don't really know. Anyway. (laughs) Um, But I'm just, so I'm hearing a lot of like conflicting reports. And one of the reports is that Scooter Braun is just stepping away from talent management in general. He's just going to go on to other ventures and all of the contracts that are ending, he's not renewing. Oops. Um, And then I'm hearing that, you know, like I forgot, I forgot like what the article was from, but there was like an excerpt from a source that was like, you know, post COVID, like you can't just be an asshole and get away with it. Like people are going to hold you accountable, like meaning Scooter Braun. I saw that too. And I'm like, okay, it's not about being an asshole. Like, if he was an asshole, like, everyone would just leave him at once. Like, yeah. he either has some big scandal, or like you said, he's getting out of the business. But then, like, why wouldn't he just say he's getting out of the business? See, okay, because, uh, yes. So, if if it was that he's, it, in my theory is, is is that if he was actually leaving, it would be framed like that. Like, Scooter Braun is leaving them. Not all of these people are leaving Scooter Braun. Right. Because this is being framed as like something is wrong and everyone's leaving and not, oh, he's retiring and he's leaving them. Right. I 100% agree. And I don't know. It's all very I don't very know what's weird. happening, but seems a little fishy. Yes. It seems like something is afoot. Something is going on. But like, and you know what? Like, you know, me and Steven have our have our thoughts about Taylor Swift and like what happened with Scooter Braun and like is this karma? I don't really think so because I always agree that Scooter Braun was just, you know, another another like money hungry person in Hollywood. Yeah, of course. Like I never like defended this man and I just think that's just, you know, he's probably he probably is an asshole. You know. Yeah, he for sure is. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said, I just feel like this has this is more than him just being an asshole. Like, this has to be, like, he's not handling money correctly, or he's, like, you know, just maybe, yeah. like, a lot of, like, lies and deceit and, like, breach of contract is happening. I don't know. And, you know, just for preface, we are recording this on a Thursday at almost 10 a.m., so things could come out very quickly about this man. This is true. Yeah. I just, like... I don't know. I feel like there there has to be something more. Yes. Like I, I just I just feel it in my gut <laughs> that something else is happening. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about some new music that's come out this week. Obsessed. Obsessed with both Addison Ray, Addison Ray's EP and Renee Rapp's album. Let's start with talking about Renee's Renee. I, how come I cannot say her name? I want to say like Renee's raps. <laughs> I don't know. Renee Rapp's <laughs> album. When I tell you the chills, I get down my spine. When I hear the song Snow Angel, I am like, ooh, it is just so 
just like the 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 different like dynamics in the song the different tempos just like you can just hear the pain in her voice and I'm like oh my god like I didn't know that she like could sing like this or write like this yeah I knew her voice was really good but I never like listened to her music I would just like I don't know she'd like pop up my twitter feed or like tiktok and i'd hear her like sing a little ditty and i'm like oh that sounds nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i never listened to any of her like eps or anything like that Mm-mm. i don't even know what how much music she had before this album but you know i'm a fan yeah it doesn't matter because this album fucks it is it, it's basically just like an album about you know like growing pains and love and loss and coming into your own I love it. I love everything about it. I just think that the writing is so honest and real. I I love her sound. I think it's very, yeah. it's it's kind of similar to Olivia Rodrigo, but I feel like a little more poppy R&B-ish, some of the songs. Yeah, the R&B, like a lot of runs, a little bigger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but oh, when I tell you Snow Angel, I've been listening to it every day. The song. I mean, the whole yeah. album too, but like the song just. Yeah. I'm getting chills right now just thinking about it. It is just so, so good. Yeah. I love that she's like vulnerable and like bitter and angry. Yes. And she's just but like. Also like adoring and like longing yes. and like all these things. Like, you know and what? We all get bitter. And I, I fucking love a bitter song. Okay. I love yes, it. Yes. Same. And she just says things that like a lot of people might be afraid to say like in the song poison poison where it's like the outro and she's just like or she's just talking about how like fucking annoying this person is and they just get on her nerves and she's like i just wish you would fucking die <laughs> and like to yeah. some people that's she's very like, fuck harsh. you fuck you <laughs> yeah like fuck you go and die yeah. like that's really harsh obviously but like I mean, does she, like, really mean it? No, but it's just, no. like, something you say. Like, when you just have, like, such, like, a disdain for someone, you're just like, oh, my God. Just, like, wish they would just, like, fucking go and, like, get, like go play in traffic, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I love Tummy Hurts when she's, like, I hope you go have kids with her and they're, they turn out to be fucking monsters like mm-hmm. you and then they get hurt like you hurt me. And I'm like, yes, because we, yes. like, yes. <laughs> And she also says in that song, I just want some recognition for having good tits and a big heart. I'm like, oh. yes, bitch. She's funny. <laughs> like, don't we all? <laughs> I know. Don't I love that all. line. It's it's funny. It is just, oh, it is just such a good album. I am so excited to see, like, where her career goes. I was very much against her music career at first because I did not want her to leave Sex Lives with College Girls. But I realized now that was very selfish of me. And um, I will be wholeheartedly supporting her music career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I also felt the same way. Still, like, a little salty about it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If this is what we get, that's okay. Yeah. Because was and the third season of that show going to be good? No. Probably not, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, the direction it's going, not going to be good. So Yeah, I don't know about it. That is, yeah, that, that makes me upset. Um. But and like most of her tour is sold out too, which I'm kind of bummed about because I was like, oh, I'm gonna you know buy tickets now, but it's fucking sold out in Detroit at least. It is. Yeah. So that's not surprising. I don't. I didn't think it would sell out like that fast before she had a debut album. But okay, sure. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Renee Rap. Fine. 
Um, okay, Addison Ray's EP. <sighs> Me and Steven are fucking obsessed. <laughs> we are so obsessed, okay? And listen, we had a right to be skeptical. Okay, because to me, Addison Ray is just uh, just another annoying TikToker. Remember when yeah. she used to hang out with Kourtney Kardashian? That was really weird. I know like very little about Addison Ray. Wasn't no. she in a Netflix movie? Was that her? Yes. So like I like legitimately know very little about her because I like don't get. I don't know how to explain this, but like TikTokers on my for you page. Mm-hmm. Like Addison Ray, what's Bryce something? Oh, uh, Bryce Hall. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't know who these people are genuinely. Like I don't get them on my for you page. Like that's not what I see. So like I know nothing about these people. I don't watch people that do those little stupid dances and stuff. So I know nothing about this bitch. But honestly, when I tell you this album or this EP, whatever. <laughs> is a hit it really is because a week ago i i wasn't even planning on listening to this oh but good thing we did (laughs) i i feel like if this ep came out in the beginning of like june then at least one of those songs could have been like a song of the summer yeah i could see that it is just and one of the songs, too, by the way, is an unreleased Lady Gaga demo. It's called Nothing On But The Radio. And it sounds like a Lady Gaga song, but yeah. she just does such a good job with it. I think her vocals are pretty good. I The lyric, I mean, like, some of the lyrics are, like, definitely cheesy, but, like, I just love a good pop song I can shake my ass to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, the lyrics of all these songs are completely cheesy. Yes. But, definitely like yeah serves <laughs> like got it bad like oh. it's a little bit cringy at times but at the same time like yes i got it bad <laughs> like come on you just want to sing along and shake your ass yes yeah exactly and this like whole photo shoot she did for the promo oh my god i just love like this this branding that's going on with her yeah. i really really feel like if she puts the work into it and she like keeps going ahead with this just like kind of like gritty pop girl tone yeah then she could be really big yeah i agree like i think she's gonna be like big and like i don't know she's not gonna be like olivia rodrigo type big but like charlie xcx like solid career yeah featuring on other people's tracks like could get in with like a rapper on a song like like successful yes i just don't want her to like start going like the bubblegum pop route and get like cutesy and all girly because right 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 like i just want her to go from this ep and like this promo photo shoot and just like keep pushing it keep pushing the the envelope you know I'm also obsessed with the Vogue photo shoot she did. And she's wearing that shirt that says two plus two equals three. Yes. I, I don't know why. I It just like gets me. But I'm like, oh, my God, this girl is a genius. Whoever dressed her is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> somebody posted like Addison Ray with her statement piece. And somebody was like, well, what's the statement? 
the statement is that two plus two equals three because Addison Rae said so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I loved it, but I'm like, okay. Yes. I I didn't get like a message out of it, but that no. It's I loved it. It was religious camp. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I am just so obsessed. And I, I feel like we needed, I mean, like we have Olivia Rodrigo's new album coming out, but like we really needed some like new female pop people on the scene. And I'm glad that Renee Rapp and Addison Ray are the people to do that because <laughs> we are wholeheartedly obsessed. If you didn't catch on by now. <laughs> All right. But not like obsessed like her song because I don't really care about that. Oh, no, I hate that song. That was a bad choice. Oh, you know what? I also heard a while ago that Addison Ray is working with Ariana Grande's vocal coach. And not to say that she's going to sound like Ariana Grande, because that is oh. very much like a once-in-a-lifetime talent. But, like, she has potential to just, like, grow her voice and her vocals to get stronger and stronger. Yeah. So. I'm here for it. She's got everything going for her. Please, Addison Ray, don't blow it. Don't blow it. Yeah, put in the work. <laughs> Let's see it. Yes. Get off a of TikTok. Well, don't get off a of TikTok. But um, you know, just don't with those like stupid ass dances you were doing in like 2019, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> uh, uh let's get into our toast and our roasts, and you can go first. All right. My roast goes to Sam Levinson. Oh God. <laughs> Did you see how he described season three of Euphoria? Yes, and I don't really understand it because I don't really understand a lot of like cinematography speak. Like I don't know what film noir means. Oh, okay. So like I, Maggie I looked it said, up and I still didn't really understand. Okay. So like he wants Sam Robinson wants Euphoria season three to be like a film noir, which is like a genre of films that's like a very gritty, like crime film so like i'm not always black and white but there are all there a lot of times they'll be black and white like it's like hard to explain it's like like tarantino films some of them could be film noir noirs Mm -hmm. it's just like very like i don't know it's like unless you see it it's hard to explain okay but it's like just very gritty overly dramatic like cynical type film Mm -hmm. so like they were really famous like i feel like back in the day like they were black and white like classic films but now you don't really see it as much but like i feel like gone girl is almost like a noir film okay but not quite i don't know i I cannot think of a at this (laughs) moment but anyway it's just like a crime drama but like why is that euphoria and she, it's going to be about a teen, a recovering teen addict navigating a corrupt world. Explores what it means to be an individual with principles in a corrupt world. Since when does Rue have principles? She doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she so certainly like, doesn't. I just don't get like how we're going to go from what it was to this. Me what? Yeah, I, I. We just need to scrap the show. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just cancel it. Cancel it. I don't want it anymore. I don't really want to see it without Angus Cloud. Like, 
done. And it's not going to come out for another, like, two years. Yeah, it's like, and if it does, because it's like the strikes, it's like, forget about it. Yeah. Move on. Mm -hmm. Let's find something else for Zendaya. She's already won two Emmys. Mm -hmm. She's got it. That's all we really need. Yeah. She's got another movie coming out, I think, beginning of next year about the tennis player thing. Oh, yeah. Very much Oscar bait kind of movie. Yes, exactly. So... You know, Zendaya can do it without Euphoria, but yeah, it, it was great while it lasted. I think we're all okay with it dying. Like, who's okay like really, it. really like who is like begging for a third season? I don't know. Uh, I'm not. Couldn't be me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, we're on the same page. <laughs> all right. Um, my toast goes to Patricia Clarkson. She just recently did an interview, and I love it. Um, So they were, like, talking about, like, her life and her not being married or having kids, whatever. She said, my mother said, Patty, I don't want you to wake up at 50 and be unhappy. And then she goes, I woke up at 50 in stilettos and a thong. I've had a great sexy-ass life. <laughs> and I fucking love that. Because, like, you know how many times she's probably been asked about not being married or not having kids and whatnot? And she's like, I'm fucking hot. Yeah. I'm living my life. Like, she's, like, a very famous, successful actress. She's been nominated for Oscars. She's won Emmys. Like, ask her about that. (laughs) Please. I am so over any kind of media asking women celebrities so do you want kids when do you plan on having kids do you want to be a yeah. mom when are you gonna get married when are you gonna settle down mm-hmm. huh like what do you where do you see your life in 10 years you want kids are, are, do you have kids do you want kids it's like yeah no that i just like really want the world to realize that women becoming mothers and wives is not the end goal for every single woman on this earth and i can say that personally yeah my end goal in life is to not be a wife and a mother i would like to be a wife someday a mother never but like what i want out of my life is to just have like a successful a successful career travel hang out with my friends and that's you know and yeah just have a you know be with my husband and then that's it that's really what i want yeah have a lot of dogs and what's wrong with that nothing i don't think anything (laughs) yeah i I literally saw this morning in a dua lipa interview where they asked her if she was going to ever have kids. I'm like, she's not in, like, some long-term, like, committed married relationship. And even if she was, like, why do we need to ask her that? I know. but She's just res- like, um, the only baby I'm worried about working on is my next album. Like, okay, yes, get it. Yes, that is the mm-hmm. perfect response. Like, just shut it down. Because, like, you, like, it's rare if you ever see a male celebrity being asked if they want to get, if they want to get married and have kids. Like, mm-hmm. it's very rare. Yeah. And I just, I hate that for women. (laughs) It's like, that's the only thing they're good for. Like, it always comes down to that. I know. Like, like, I don't know what to ask. I'm going to ask about that. Like, like, uh, like women are just so dynamic and have so much to offer the world other than their fucking womb to produce children. Guess not. My God. Wake up, everybody. (laughs) All right. 
my roast goes to Swifties. <laughs> Y'all are fucking out of control. Out of control. As if, as if we didn't realize that already. Out of control. And I'm referring to when Taylor Swift went to Jack Antonoff and mm. Margaret Qualley's wedding rehearsal dinner. By the way, mazel to them for getting married. I had no idea. And I barely knew that they were together. But um, yeah, she was just at the rehearsal dinner. And there was a huge mob of thousands of people outside of this restaurant where Taylor Swift was at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you go there? Do you think you're going to get to sit down with Taylor Swift and join the the wedding rehearsal and you're going to, you know, cheers Taylor Swift with your wine glass? Like, no, she is there for her friends. Yeah. And in a very important day in their lives. And these people just come out of the fucking woodwork and ruin it. And I'm so goddamn sick of it. I'm sick I know. for like all the celebrities that have to go through that. Really. Exactly. Like it's horrible for Taylor Swift because like she can't fucking go anywhere to celebrate anybody without being mobbed. It's horrible for Jack Antoff and Margaret Quelly who are just trying to celebrate their special day. And it's like, and then it, it's just so like disrespectful. It is. Like just to like catch a glimpse of her. And, like, she's going to walk by. She's not going to talk to any of you. No. She's going to be annoyed that you're there. I would be so... If I was Jack Antonoff and Margaret Qualley, I would be so... I'm not pissed at Taylor Swift, but just pissed at, like, everyone else. Because, okay, Taylor Swift, like, can't help the fact that she's uber famous and has all these crazy-ass fans. Exactly. Okay, fine. But, like, for... And it wasn't just, like, a small crowd of, like, 20 people, okay? even that would be annoying it was thousands of people Mm -hmm. like police cars had to come down and like monitor the crowd yeah they were blocking streets like that is not acceptable in any world for any celebrity leave them alone fucking weirdos yeah you're a fucking weirdo (laughs) my god it just gets on my last damn nerve (laughs) Um, okay. Well, my toast, my toast goes to Riverdale for finally ending. (laughs) I will never have to go on Twitter and see a brand new clip from Riverdale and about how batshit crazy it is about these characters and like the scripts and everything. And those people are finally free (laughs) to go do whatever other projects they want. Thank God. I did read, though, that the finale said that Archie, Veronica, Betty, and Jughead were all in a quad relationship. Yeah, I saw that. You know what? Good for them for just ending it on a crazy-ass note. Like, what yeah, else are you gonna do? That's what I'm saying. I'm just glad it's over, and I don't have to hear about it anymore. Yeah. And those people are all finally free. Why can I not think of the girl who plays Betty's name? Uh, Lily Reinhardt. Lily Reinhardt, yes. Did you see that interview she did like two, three weeks ago? She was like, mm. I'm just so sick of everybody making fun of Riverdale, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, it's, she, she's like, we spent, we like worked hard on blah, blah. I was like, well, it's fucking bad, okay? Yeah, it's really, got, it's really, really bad. She's going to turn her tone in like a year or two. Like, let's oh, yeah. Real. Yes, she will. I mean, like, she was still under contract then, so. <laughs> I know, but this was just like recently. I'm like, okay, girl, you're like done. Like, let's 
reel it in here. Like you're almost 30 years old playing a 17 year old, you know? Who was watching Riverdale at this point though? I really think it was a lot of like middle schoolers and stuff because like truth be told, if I was like 13, I'd probably watch it. Mm. Maybe like not to the very end, but like I probably watched more than just what I did watch. I guess you're right. I would watch a little bit more. You know? Yeah. But I'm 24 and I am, you know, I'm above that. <laughs> yeah. Not to be like the bitch to say it, but, but yeah. Like, we are. <laughs> so, anyway, Sayonara Riverdale. Yeah. It was good. It was out for seven years. Holy shit. That's seven years too long. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> you guys know where to find us on Instagram at Popping Off About Pop Culture. You can stream us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a like, subscribe, a follow, five star rating. Anywhere you can do that. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell a stranger on the street, and um, go listen to Addison Ray's EP, and maybe we'll be just as obsessed as we are. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>